Yeah, but no, that's not true. They're not vulva owners. It's not like they went to a fucking Walmart and said, yes, hello. I'd like to have a vulva, please. Oh, it's on sale for six ninety nine. Thank you for my vulva. They they were born with it. Well, but when you're born with something, I uh, okay. it's a it's a way it's, for trans uh, to say that women aren't women. They're vulva owners. It's like what a load of shit. That vulva owners. I'm Don Hall, and I'm David Himmel, and this is the Literate Apecast. David get a little saucy, so be forewarned, your sensitivity is not their problem. The Literate Apecast is for people who can handle both their liquor and their gag reflex. So why the fuck are you, so you have, you've written one goddamn piece for Literate Ape in like the last two months other than like post-it notes and you even missed last week's post-it notes i did miss last week's yeah, post-it note so it was like what the fuck saturday night at like six o'clock i was like oh fuck it's saturday that means that yesterday was friday which there was post uh, there were no post ah shit i didn't get up your ass do i no. do you know i know i there's a reason Completely. there has got to be a reason you are not writing as prolifically because i you know at one point uh we won't call her by her name um, but one of our writers uh, decided that she didn't want to write for us anymore because I was. She felt like I was a Nazi on some level. She didn't like my my anti progressive, which I am very progressive. But okay, whatever. She didn't like my stance on college. You know, whatever. I have no idea who you're talking about. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm I'm trying to be gentle about this. It's uh, whatever her name was. Early on. It's been a long time since she's written. Anyway. Oh. Yeah, now you know what I'm talking oh, about. Way she basi- back. She way basically back. she yeah. basically decided that 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 literate had become Don's cum sock. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think that's pretty creative and maybe accurate. Right. Um but you know, the other reason it's my cum sock is I'm the only one fucking writing for the goddamn thing. So of course it's my cum sock. So my question is <laughs> Where what the fuck is going on? Why are you not writing a god you wrote one thing? And and the thing is you don't even like post it so that I can edit it. It's just there. I wake up in the morning and there it is. Like, oh, I didn't even have a chance to look at it. Well, which is yeah. fine. Yeah. But I don't give a shit. But it's like, what the fuck? Well, let me What's tell you the on? story of, tell me of the that, story. that recent piece. What the hell was it called? Uh the end I don't even remember what I write. That's the thing. Um let me go to literateape.com. That's helpful. Um, the end of these unprecedented times. So, yeah, you. I mean, it, and it's not like it's a deep piece. It's what is it? Four hundred words, maybe. Yeah, that, exactly. Three ninety five. Yeah, this isn't this isn't a major piece that you wrote for us. Is it? Um, let me, it's it's a far cry from the what was it like the the three part the, the serialized yeah. uh, my, my, the, my my trip to Washington D.C. to Washington when we first with all Literate, the women yeah. the, the million women march that kind of it's, thing yeah it's yeah. very antithetical to we uh, started this whole fucking thing because you came to me and said I need a fucking outlet <laughs> for like some shit to write and then like, journalism what am I doing literature all? and yeah, we're I, gonna have interviews and wh- yeah. why the fuck am I doing all the writing what the hell you know I um. Well, to to start, I am, I've never been as prolific as you are. Like you, I mean, one of the big reasons that I first came to you with like, dude, let's do something together was because I was in literally in awe. Like I'm not, this is not hyperbole. I was in awe of your regiment of writing. You wrote, there was always something on your blog every single day. And it was, yeah, even if, you know. It was even if it was shit. Even if it was shit, there was an idea behind it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Which is, you know, the end of these unprecedented times. I think that that that, <sighs> that headline was the beginning and the end of the idea. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the, I wrote that. It's on a my joke. Th- it's a it's a it's a four hundred word yeah. joke. Is what it is. Yeah. But it works. It was and fine. I liked reading it. It was okay. I, yeah, I liked reading. It, it made fine. me laugh. I mean, know. i i was um, I was half stoned in bed typing this, like chicken scratching it onto my phone. And I got up the next morning at, I think it was four, five a.m. Fuck, I don't even know. Um, I just I was like, all right, let's flesh it out a little bit. 
Yeah, and, and you and don't even bother to put it. And you don't even put it in review. You just put no. it up. So do when you, I wake up in the why? morning, it's like it's there. What if there's a typo? Because there was nothing scheduled for that day, and it was four thirty in the morning it was when I wrote Wednesday. It. There was something scheduled. It was oh, that's Joe right. Jane's. No, Joe was for the afternoon. It Dude, was well. That's still afternoon. It's still well, yeah. But it there was nothing the in the day. morning. Is what I meant. Nothing in the morning. That's fair. Um, well, I take that back. There was Dana had a. a a piece of fiction she has that, a piece I, that I moved for, to Friday. For today. Yeah, for... Yeah, you moved uh, it around. It's like, what are you doing, man? New Fiction Fridays. Yeah. Know, it's alliteration. <laughs> yeah, but we don't really do New Fiction Fridays because I'm no, the only fucking one that writes yeah. for this goddamn thing. And I don't write fiction. The... <sighs> so I was thinking about it in the shower this morning after my soapy tug. I really am going to try... <laughs> And it's not that I'm not trying hard. It's that I, I, I really need to like sit down and really constructively, strategically figure out how to reimagine um, the work for Literate Ape, like my my writing for Literate Ape. I because I have I have fallen off. Yes, and, you have. And I think it is in part because, and this is just this is the blame game here, right? Um, I haven't felt what part of it is time, uh, which is a bullshit excuse. Yeah, kind of a bullshit excuse, but I'm right. It, it, I mean, it, it's still like, it, you know, or whatever. You know, like I, I'm working for the day gig a lot, and it takes a, you know, and at the end of the day, wow. there's a lot of energy already gone, and then I've got and the kid, and that, you have a kid, you have a wife, you know, you have you a know, wife, and you, things going like, on. You know, Harry comes home from daycare, and we do dinner, we play, and I do bedtime, and you know, by seven thirty when he's asleep, I'm, I'm kind of done. Like I just don't have the to even sit there, at the computer, and type. It's, it's, it's exhausting. Like it. So I, your soul is it. just drained. I'm drained. I'm drained every day. I have two or three stories, that are they're so close to being done. One's a fiction piece. One is, just an essay about how I wanted to kill a rat. And so Katie, what are you waiting Katie for? How, how how fucking more do you have to write of this shit? D- uh, Don, I don't know. I I just I need to do it. It's. I mean, it, it, does it need to be perfect? Because if the thing about it is, if you want prolific, prolific is about the 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 complete avoidance of perfection. Mm. And 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 you've. I'm sure before we started it, you saw oh Don's so prolific, and now you see. I know I'm why prolific. you're prolific. Yeah, I'm prolific because I don't give a fuck if it's perfect. I just nope. write it and I put it out there. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, and and there are a lot of flaws in that writing process. It's just I I think I'm getting better, but uh, but there's a lot of uh, really great benefits to that process because you well, get the shit out there. And I have no idea how many un unpublished or unfinished pieces are sitting on your hard drive or your cloud or whatever. You know, quite a few. Yeah, quite a few. I would say right now between twenty and thirty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I would like, right now. I would not consider. I cannot fairly, as of the past few months, fairly consider myself a writer, because a writer mm-hmm. writes. But you're getting paid to write, aren't you? Well, but it's part of the creative director job. All right, all right. so there's some you know? writing in it, but it's not creative writing, and you're not feeling fulfilled in that. You just well, do the job. I, yes, I, I, no. I feel. Yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel fulfilled. I I feel fulfilled in my. In my day job, yeah, you like your job. Yeah, I feel one hundred percent fulfilled. I don't feel fulfilled in my literary, yeah, uh, desires. You know, I I wanted to write a book of of uh, of poetry this year. Nope, <laughs> nope, didn't get that done. Yeah. Um, I've got another. Uh, I've got a, a another novel I want to get work. I've nope, nothing. I've got see, all these I've, short stories set up. I've, I've maybe started. See, one that of them. thing is what I'm really excited about. What I'm really excited about, and this is you know, again, is, is that, uh, and I won't get into the specifics because it's not finalized yet. But uh, it's looking like my time in the casino is finally coming to a close. I don't think we should talk about this right now. No, I I'm really not. Don't. But I'm writing a book about my casino experience, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, and I've been kind of, and you know, I've got some ideas and. You know, it's one of the things that I realized is like, fuck, this is depressing. I mean, like, as I'm writing the book, 
and I haven't really written the book. It's mostly pieces that I've written for Ape, and then some stuff in between. And yeah. like, oh, I want to, I want to add this kind of stuff. Well, you'll fill but it out. Yeah, it's kind of a really depressing book, and I don't want to write a depressing book because I actually really have had a very fond experience mm. with the Wild Wild West. But it's one of the things Dana and I've talked about is that you know being around. I'm a very optimistic guy. Yeah, it's lots disgusting. of energy, a lot of well. I got to tell you, it's fucking annoying. I got to tell you, aside <laughs> aside from being like a fucking a a, a a a food like a food kitchen person, you know, like a and and or like a, a an addiction like a therapist. Wait, what? I, what the fuck is a food kitchen person? Well, you know, like you know, like a food shelter, like a, a like a like a what are they called? My I mom have runs no one. idea what you're talking about. No, it's like people that people that don't have <laughs> access to food, they go to a food, food pantry. Thank you. I couldn't think of pantry. I don't know why. I've been drinking. <laughs> I've had a few to drink. I've had a little well, bit to drink. You said food kitchen. I'm like, a foodie? You're not a foodie. Food pantry. You like, like melted you know, cheese. Like that from, doesn't make you like a food homeless. kitchen person. But aside from that, I can't think of anything harder than the fact that I am in a <laughs> din of despair and hopelessness on a regular basis. Don, that's, I, don't. It's, it's no, called marriage. Okay. No, no. It's called a casino, an off-strip casino in Vegas. And I'm I'm surrounded by the saddest motherfucking people I've ever met in my life. And all I'm trying to do is to keep my optimism. And I got to tell you, after a certain point, that shit just eats you alive. Well, it's really hard to maintain a good attitude around the saddest motherfucking gambler addiction motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. So... Um, the book, I want it to be sort of a, like a, a fun thing, but it, as, as I'm writing it, it's, it's, it's pretty dark. It's pretty fucking dark. Well, but, th- and this is, see, I'm going to give you some advice now. And this I'll is listen. advice that, I, to that, that advice. I should take to myself. Just fucking write it. Let the book, let the, st- let the story, and you know, you know this, like we both no, I'm know gonna, this. I'm gonna, I just need the time and I'm, I'm finding the time. Yeah. And you just got to write the shit out. And if the book is is sad or dark that's oh, what it is oh it'll be that and it's that's definitely what it is. Gonna be and that. then when you go back to edit it and you're like all right i need to put i need to put a, just a peak of sunshine in it at the end that's when you you sprinkle that shit oh, in oh well, i'll edit, sprinkle you know? the, of course you will my sunshine will come and let me give you some advice since cuz i appreciate your advice you're absolutely right and my advice to you is just fucking write something it doesn't matter yeah. what it is write some fucking shit something has happened to me and i'm as as you know, and as all of our listeners know, because how many episodes have been David's therapy session, right? Um, out of 159, 150. Yeah. That's okay. a, so somewhere near the majority? Yeah, it's a rational number, sure. Uh, you know, I, I, I tend to overthink and I get in my head with this shit a lot. And it's it's gotten worse as I've gotten older. Like fear, has, which happens to all of us, right? Like, yeah. Not my, me. My, my dad keeps saying... Fear, fear doesn't... No, not yeah. for you. No. You you have yeah. the optimism of a child. And that's yeah. not an insult. It's an, no. it's, it's a, an amazing, incredible quality that I I envy with uh, with honor. Like, if that's a... You know, like, if that's like... I'll go with that. That's, that's an unusual way of saying it, for sure. Like, if somebody asks me... You should like, be a writer. David, what? Shut up, David. You what should be you? a writer. You should write things. That's it's, it's, the way you have it with words. It's great. Yeah, I know. I'm such a food kitchen person. <laughs> with my day old shoes and my my day old shoes and my food kitchen. The, uh, but, you know, my my dad keeps telling me, you know, we need to get Harry on, on the slopes. My dad likes to ski, and we need to get him skiing because you see kids. On, I'm, is he even four? No, he's too young to do it right Tell now. Tell your dad to fuck off. What well, is he, but, crazy? But my dad's point is that you start kids doing that kind of shit early when they have no fear because they're low to the ground. They don't understand the concept of a broken arm or whatever. And they Look, just Yeah, go. but they'll figure one out pretty fast. But they also, kids can like, well, I'll get better. I will learn. I mean, not every kid depends on how no, the accident is. No, they don't is. think I'll get better. They go, what the fuck is happening to me? And then you explain to them, well, you broke your arm. And they go, well, fuck that shit. I've been, I've been traumatized for life from skiing when, I was, when the ski was bigger than me. But fearlessness exists in, in kids. 
And you know, I mean, I can see it with Harry, like the way that he throws himself around. That's like, fair. He, That's he fair. doesn't know like the risk of him snapping his fucking neck on his pillow because yeah. Well, I was fear- you too. <laughs> I I was fearless as a child until I caught the place on fire trying to make popcorn and burn myself, and then I wasn't. Then I went okay. Yeah. Not that I'm afraid of fire, but maybe I'm not going to be stupid. Right. Well. I, I used to have no fear. There was this fear that, right. you know, or like, yeah. I don't give a yeah. shit if, it, if people don't like it. I don't fucking. But as I've gotten older, I've, I've fallen into this, this prototypical uh, schmuck next door behavior of what if nobody likes it? And what if this isn't it? So as I sit down to write, it's like, oh, this isn't yeah. as good as I want it to be, which is fucking idiocy. Just fucking write it, David. Finish the fucking thought. Yeah, and then go David. back and edit, or yeah, chuck exactly. it, or just David, fucking David, chuck it. David, nobody reads Literate Ape, so I right, mean, what does I, it matter? I, I, I take that back. People do read it. We we still get like six to eight thousand people that read something from a Literate Ape yeah. every month, but it's not going to make you any money. It's not going to make you any friends. It was supposed anybody, to. That was any, in the mission any, statement. Anybody? Well, no. Anybody in Chicago that you like stopped reading it. Uh, as soon as they decided that, uh, like Brian Sweeney, that I was a Nazi, they stopped reading it because of that. So I need yeah. to I need to save Literate Ape. It needs to be the bring back David Himmel, who's not yeah. a Nazi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bring the not a Nazi because apparently I am one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, which I don't give a shit. So fine, whatever. If you think I'm a Nazi, that's your 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 issue, um, not really mine. I, I've got a post-it note on the wall uh, that says, "Don't pull punches." Yeah, and, that's and it's just some, this reminder because again, as really, I've gotten older, pretty much like, summed up my writing style. Don't yeah. pull any fucking punches. Say what you gotta say. And I need to just, I need to just do that. But I also need to get over the idea of not having the energy and the time. Like I don't need to be. Let me stop myself. I, I'm in a couple Facebook groups for writers. Well, I, I think I'll that might you, be the problem. You're sp- well, if you spent less time on Facebook and more time actually writing, perhaps well, and I you'd am write spending, something. I am spending a lot less time on Facebook. Thank God. So, I got rid of it. So, so yeah. it, And I'm happier um, than shit. I mean, I'm still there. I check in, you know, yeah, a couple times just a to day make your, or whatever, So you can but, get angry. So you can be angry about something. I know. Um, yeah. I, I don't even know why I go. It's probably just out of habit now because I care about some people and some things, but... The people that I do care about, and this is nothing new, of course, I could just fucking text them. Yeah, say, I know, hey, exactly. Hiya, how you doing? That's how I do it. It's like the handful of people I actually want to communicate. I don't need Facebook to do it. Right. I don't need Twitter to do it. I just, I, I call them or I shoot them an email or I text them, yeah. So old school. You know, um, I'm an old man, so what are you going to do? But yeah, it's, I, I just... Did you get the carrier pigeon I sent? I did. Thank you. Okay, good. There, and, so there you go. And I will tell you, I loved your note. And the bird was fucking amazing. Katie oh, yeah. cooked that. That was our Thanksgiving. There, there, was, he, was a, he was a fatty, and from Vegas to Chicago, he really, yeah, he worked his magic. That's I mean, a muscle tongue. That's it was a, a little, muscle tongue. It was a little tough because of, of little, the muscle. But a, little, but a little garlic? But yeah, a little garlic. We, we, yeah. slow, we slow cooked it. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, it was... God, yeah, thank you. So I, 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 would you have, mess- I would have written back, but a message one, and a meal. the bird is dead. Yeah, and two, message and a meal. I don't fucking write anymore, so there you, you go. go. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck are you going to write? Uh, well, here's a blank piece just, of paper on this fucking non-bird. Sure, not going to happen. It's, well, it's just like a half-written, and then I just kind of yeah. trail off. But there yeah. was, in college... It's like a doctor's signature. In college, my, my writing professor, my mentor in college, Dr. John Ersfeld, um, check him out on Amazon. He's got a couple books. Uh, he told us in, in the creative writing classes that his rule, his approach to it was that you have to write 10,000 bad words before you get a single one out, which is just that supporting that idea. Well, of writer's that, that Ira Glass, yeah, that Ira Glass thing, 10,000 hours with Malcolm Gladwell, 10,000 hours and you become an expert. Yeah, sure. sure okay. Sure. So here's kind of a crock that, of shit, but I like the idea. Yeah. Well, it's not a crock of shit, but here's what it's kind of a crock. It's kind of a crock. Well, I'm going to tell you why it's not, but here's here's what's right, more important. And then I'll tell you why it's a crock of shit. Go ahead, tell me why it's not, and then I'll tell you why it if is. Yeah. You ever, ever, fucking if you fucking ever put John Ersfeld in the same fucking category as Malcolm Gladwell. 
I have a fucking glass. I will. You won't do anything, David. You'll just you'll you'll sputter a bit. But Don, but I will how, I will go to sleep. But how is but how and is I, this an argument that ten thousand hours makes you an expert? How is this an argument? You're, you're not making an expert. It's, it's the idea that writers write, performers this perform. The, well, it's the idea that practice Athletes, makes perfect. Athlete. Yeah, no, Athlete. it's the idea that 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 practice makes perfect, and the yeah. reality is practice never, ever makes perfect. Practice no, but you, you never gotta, makes perfect. You got to do your shit. You have no, you to do still, your thing. No, you That's should. What it is. You, you still should practice. But the idea that because you practice, I'll give you an example. I could play basketball. I'm the most uncoordinated fucking man I know. I could play basketball or dance disco for ten thousand hours, and I would still be a clumsy white guy playing basketball badly and sort of not dancing disco well. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's the way that I take it is it's not about even improving, which, yeah, there's a degree of that, but it's about doing the fucking work. Who, is the, who, who wrote the, uh, the Twilight books? Not the Twilight books. Um, the, the Shifty Shades of Grey. Um, E.L. Fudge. I don't the fuck fucking know. Fifty Shades of Grey? Are you serious? Have you ever read that book? Of course no. you haven't. Of course not. I challenge you. I'm not the next time do you it. can go to a bookstore, just fucking I'm, grab it off the shelf, open it up to any page, read a paragraph. It is some of the worst fucking writing ever. Is it's it worse terrible. than John? Is it worse than John Brown's Da Vinci Code? One million times worse. Oh, that's really bad because that basically because John Brown basically writes like a seventh grader, maybe like a slightly retarded seventh grader. So if it's worse than that, it's. No, I mean, I can't think of too Dan, many people. And I'm not all, trying to be is, a bully. His name is Dan Brown. Dan, but... whatever his name is. Yeah, but he couldn't spell Dan. So it, that's how bad he wrote. He wrote John. He wrote John instead of Dan. But all I can say is the guy, I mean, it was a terror. That's some ter- so if it's worse than that. Nah. Here's the thing about how the How can that be worse than that? What is, what is like a. Because like the, a, Dan Brown is able a to. A weasel create, on fire in front of a fucking typewriter? Is that what you're talking about? He, Dan Brown is able to construct a very simple, elementary level story. No, that, he can't. Yes, yeah, he can. Maybe it's, a it's sentence, not, but not a story. It's He's a not, terrible writer. It's not interesting or unique or uh, provocative or even. In the same fucking on the same and you think it, as avant garde. No, you think it's better than Fifty Shades of Grey, which is basically just a dom- bad dominatrix story. I I I think that giving it calling it a bad dominatrix story is giving it too much credit. It's, I mean, I haven't read it. I haven't watched the movie, so I really don't. Here, here's I, what it I, is. I, I'm Dan Brown speaking out of my ass, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Dan Brown uh, writes at the seventh grade level. Because I have the thing is I I can say I have read the Da Vinci Code. I have too. And uh, what what's the other one? The Angels. Angels. Angel. Angel on dust. Fire. Angels. Angels on fire. Angel dust on fire. Angeli. Uh, Angelina. Yeah. Newt. Angelica. Angelica. Yeah. Uh, angels. But you know what I'm talking Los about. Los Angeles I've read, Angels. Yeah, I've read both of them, and they both sucked. And I saw both movies, and the movies were better because Tom Hanks is good and everything, and. Uh, there was a French girl in it, and that's always sexy. So there you go. But the fucking book sucked, and his writing sucks. But I have not watched either of the Fifty Shades of whatever gray. I yeah. But, but I have here's no the thing: interest. is that have you, you read know, them? The Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Fuck no. I mean, I've picked. Then them how up do at a you know? Because then how do you know? I'm answering your question because I picked them up at a bookstore and I've read a paragraph and went, "Oh, I have to see what this is." If- you weird. You. That's all. You, you're basing your entire. Ex- opinion on one paragraph oh i flipped through the book and would read several paragraphs like i need to get a good fucking cross-section of this thing no it's shit writing don so if dan brown is writing at the seventh grade like the very simple you know base fucking denomination sure right the common denominator or lowest common denominator el fudge who wrote the 50 shades of grays el fudge She's she is a seventh grader with a learning disability. That's her, so. There's the difference. It's like I could read a book for seventh graders, much, and I would enjoy it much more than I would read a book written by a demented, broken, uh, you know, vegetable seventh grade vegetable kid 
who and can't. Yet, yeah. And yet, both of them have written more than you have and lately. And that's my point, is that they write. They write. And they are, they are both better than I am. Not EL better. Fu- Not EL- better, just more prolific. E.L. Fudge and James Brown, uh, they are better writers than I will ever be. <laughs> because they, they do the fucking work. And I'm, I'm not. I'm not so, where's, I, so where's the work, man? Where's the work? Uh, Enough excuses. Where's the work? Yeah, it's right here in my scotch. I just need to drink oh, wow. the words. Wow. Uh, and that was another thing that, that Dr. Urschel taught me was, you know, he said, don't drink. Don't try and write without substance. Let oh, that he was you. wrong. I didn't listen to that. I would always he have, like, really a beer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was really wrong. Yeah, he was wrong. But Ursfeld was, a re- he is, well, I don't the re- a recovering alcoholic. Like, he was a drinker, and he quit okay. drinking. Um, his story, <laughs> the reason he quit drinking was every, you know, he would go out and he'd get fucking wrecked, and then he would come home, and he would uh, get a marker, and he would write on the mirror, whatever, like, his idea, like, his drunk brilliance, right? And he would write all this shit, and like and the next morning he would get up and he would look at the mirror and was like, "Oh fuck yeah!" And he would go and and there's his books, there's his short stories, there's his everything. Except the one the one time is he woke up in the morning and he couldn't read the writing on the mirror anymore, and he went, "Well, that's it. I'm fucking done drinking. I'm done." No, wait a no, Okay, wait a minute. So how many books? I mean, he he did this successfully. How many times? A hundred times? I don't. I mean, I I don't know how many books he. I mean, what do we? It's, it, 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 it's yeah. like it's. I mean, I have a problem because if he was very successful getting just hammered, coming home and writing autonomically on a, a mirror, and then waking up and saying this is brilliant, and then publishing novels, and then one night, only one time, this I'm telling. This is he hearsay. wrote it badly I, and he couldn't read it. Maybe it was like he was having tequila instead of vodka. Who I don't knows know man. what it was. That's what he, he told just, me. He just blamed it. Well, that was a bullshit story. That's what he told me. That's a uh, bullshit. Here's a better story. Here's a better right. old story. And uh, he's not listening, so I apologize for if like he's been holding on to this one to write it somewhere or whatever. But he, he was in the army, and when he was in the service. He was drinking at a bar on a Sunday in the middle of the day, and it was like, you know, one, two in the afternoon. Church gets out, and he's sitting in this dark bar, and he's been there for fucking hours, and the the door opens up, and, you know, the sun comes, you know, shooting through yeah. like God's flashlight. And so he turns, and he says, in the doorway is the silhouette, this backlit beauty, this angel in the doorway. And she stands there for a minute and kind of like, you know, you can see like the dust and like the smoke of the air, like this, you know, haloing her. And she walks into the bar and she's wearing her Sunday's best. She's got the dress and the hat and the gloves, the whole thing. And she sits down in the bar stool next to him. And she orders her drink and he turns to her and he says, he says, hello. And she says, hi. And like immediately there's this, there's this connection because clearly this woman has just come from church and she's in a bar in the middle of the day on a Sunday. So, so you know. She's, There's a story there, yeah. Yeah. And he goes to say the next thing. I don't know what that next thing was, what it was meant to be. But instead of saying it, he just vomited all over her. All over her Sunday's best white dress. When he gets done vomiting, she's sitting there like fucking flabbergasted and he looks at her and he says if you'll excuse me and he goes into the men's room and locks himself in the bathroom and he stays there for like 12 hours with a where the bar to, and, it, and it locks like it's like a one stall you know like a one toilet yeah yeah down. yeah yeah and the bartender he's locked himself in so the bartender's like banging out like you need to get out of here man go home get the unlock the fucking bathroom door we've got patrons that need to piss come on and he he wouldn't fucking do it. So the bartender actually ends up blasting a hole through the door of the bathroom <laughs> to open the thing up. That's how Ursfeld drank back in the day. So anyway, there's an Ursfeld story for you. Uh, did he did he make it with the chick? No, she was long fucking gone. He vomited on her and she just split. I don't know. He went to the bathroom. She may have stayed there the whole rest well, of the day. Well, apparently she didn't have a, Apparently she didn't have a poetic soul. 
I mean, I don't know. She was probably a food kitchen person, and she just oh, was I'm like, saying, hey, I'll yeah, just... She had her day-old day yeah. shoes and her yeah. food kitchen job and uh, split. Yeah. Uh, no leaving Las Vegas for her. No. Ooh, Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. Mm. But no, I, 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 need to, <laughs> I need to recommit myself to being the writer that I, that I imagine myself being. Are you going to write about women? That's really an excellent point you make because I do feel, and this is bullshit. I, I know every excuse that I'm giving or every reason. These aren't excuses. Yeah, you're giving reasons. a lot of it. No, they're excuses, but that's okay. Yeah. Hey, you know what my grandpa used to say? Yeah, tomato, potato. No, but you know, no, no. You know what my grandpa used to say? What did your grandpa used to say? A good excuse is still a fucking excuse. Wow, grandpa, thanks. Just throwing it out there. Fucking dick. Thanks for the help. <laughs> Thanks for the So anyway, fucking. anyway, you're going to write about women. You're going to write about women? I don't have any women are to you, write about. I have are a you wife. qualified to write a woman character? Uh, like a character oh, that is a woman? Well, are you qualified? Well, I mean, I think so. Like, I, I, I've known women. Um, I live with a woman. But you have not lived a woman's experience, have you? I mean, you know, I mean, I get it. The, the I, have not ex- I have not experienced the effeminate anything thing that as you a carry, woman. The effeminate thing you carry, I can see that there's a womanesque quality. What you mean? Because I, because I, I, I don't know. I don't, even, I don't like. I don't know. I'm, I'm try, I, was, I had like I had like four different things I, I wanted to I say. I can see went, you working it. Your well, face I, was like I, I because I got a joke. I got a joke. I got a joke. Nope. No. Nope, I was nope. self editing and thank God I did because the first joke was transphobic. The second joke was racist. The third joke oh, God. was misogynist. All right, so, all right. So what was the first joke then? What was the no. transphobic joke? No. No, no, no. I want to hear no. him. I want to hear him. No, you no. got to share now, Don. No, because you got to share know, now no, because we know that Katie listens to this podcast does every now she? and again. Every now does and again she? she does. And she only listens to the ones where I make the bad jokes. The she bad jokes. You're a fucking so racist, transphobic sexist. She, no, you, no, you, and I, and I, it, since she listens, she'll hear this, is that, so you, the other day, confided that you were going to get a divorce because she sent you a McSweetis article. <laughs> so what was this McSweetis article? I don't know. I didn't fucking click on it. Oh, good. So you don't even know what it was called. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, I just yeah, like, mix my, uh, The thing no, is, no. you love your wife very much, because if anybody, including my wife, sent me a McSweeney <laughs> article, I'd jack him in the throat. That's it. That's, I'm not it's reading bad. it. I'm not yeah, it's bad it. news. It's bad news. It's bad news in every way. So anyway. It's like if you're somebody gonna sent ra- me a story from Breitbart. You got to read. No, nah, I'm not going. No, nah. I'm not reading that shit. I'm no, good. I can't do it. I'm fine. I can't do it. I'm over. Well, that's one of the things that I realized in my I Believes Monday uh, this afternoon <laughs> is uh, is that, that, that I've kind of gotten to the point where stuff on the far right and the all, on, and the far left, and I do, I do, Peter Kermitis, they are exactly the same. I know, I know, I know. Right, Peter, Peter, Peter's coming back in a couple of weeks. We'll, I know, Peter. We'll talk you about think this. that the right is a cult and the left is somehow not? You're full of shit. The left is just as culty. But I went from I'm outraged to oh, give me a fucking break. And yeah. this this includes like white grievance as well as anybody that uses an X in replacement of a vowel. Fuck you. Are you fucking crazy? Shut up. Says the guy who used folks. I tried it out for a while. Do you notice that I stopped using it? Because I went, yeah, that's some fey bullshit. And had you not stopped using it, we may have gone through a divorce. Nah, it wouldn't happen. You couldn't Be- leave me. That's true. You couldn't leave me. You couldn't that's leave true. me. That's true. That's true. Sorry. But you. But, but really fucking you. And I was, like, when that happened, I was... I tried. I was trying. I went, Todd, what the Fuck! And then you're like, I was trying. Tr- I was like, ah, right. I was trying, and and then I realized how lame ass and stupid it was, and I went, all right, that's lame ass and stupid. I'm not doing that anymore. Because what was the, the word was folks? If folks, F O L K S, and no, no, F O L X. Right, but the word what, that you're what, replacing what is F O L K S. What is that? Why? Why? What? purpose does that serve to be inclusive and then i realized the What's x is inc- not in- what is exclusive well, about folks is, that's the thing is but that's what i realized was that the x was not inclusive anybody in fact it's all it was was 
in, inflammatory and divisive for no good reason. So I went, ah, it's what a bunch of There was bullshit. no purpose for it. Because I would have gotten on board if it was like, hey, if this is helping people and it is more inclusive, okay, fine. Let's do it. I don't give a shit. Whatever. Yeah. There was no fucking, hey, you know what? I'm going to start spelling my name, David, with, uh, my D's are now silent B's, How do you okay? even spell women with an X in it? Were Mexican? Were they Mexican? spelling women with an X? Yeah, W O M X N instead of women. Oh no, it was Y. It was Y. No, it was it's an X. And then Latinx. What the fuck? No, Latinx is a thing. Latinx? Do you say it Latinx or Latinx? No, Latinx. That sounds that sounds racist against against uh, Asians. Latinx does? Does to me. I just don't get it. So uh, I well, roll women, my they eyes. They don't spell women with an X. They spell women W O M Y N because to, it no, takes no, out you, the men. No, Hang you need to look second. it up. I'm gonna, you need to look up W M X N. Trust W O M X N. Trust me. Bing, it's Bing.com. It's, it's the thing. It's the thing. You're w- doing o- Bing? Bing? No, what the fuck do you use? Lamo? Google. The fuck is a Google? Oh, you make me sad. W O M X? G O X G L. E. Wait, W O M X N. The term woman is an alternative spelling of the English word woman. No, it's not. That's not. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, that's exactly what it is. That's I've never the seen term. This. Yeah, that's the term. Is they put an X in there? But here's the thing: there was already a there was already a W O M Y. Yeah, no, that was which made that the was, same fucking sound. No, which that makes was sense. way that was way two nineties. This is we're in 2021, man. But it makes sense. Now I'm fucking yeah. pissed. I am. Yeah. The X, the X is the one that says we're including everyone that identifies. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Y yeah, yeah, can yeah. do that. The Y can do that, uh-uh. and it fits uh-uh. the the need for a fucking vowel. No, the X is more uh, universal, apparently. Universal to who? People that don't fucking understand the English language? Fine. Well, yeah, yeah. So, with you in this state, now that you're in this state, oh. are you going to write... A woman character in any no, of your pieces. No, never again. Women are Why fucking not? dead to me. Why not? Women are dead to me. I'm not going to deal with Wimixen anymore. Wimixen? I I'm like only, that's I'm how... only writing for men because I don't have the Wimixen experience. So I, what do I know about Wimixen? Have you have you read that there was an article that uh, referred to, to women as vulva owners? Well, that's true. Yeah, but no, that's not true. They're not vulva owners. It's not like they went to a fucking Walmart and said, yes, hello. I'd like to have a vulva, please. Oh, it's on sale for six ninety nine. Thank you for my vulva. They they were born with it. Well, but when you're born with something, I ah, uh, okay. it's a it's a way That's, for trans uh, yeah. to say that women aren't women. They're vulva owners. It's like what a load of shit. That vulva owners. It's not like it's not like somebody said, "Hey, hello, hello." Well, okay, let me somehow everybody's sort of like fey British when they're actually women. Oh, hello. Would you like to own this vulva? Here, I'm presenting somehow, you this vulva, so you, it, and I've got it wrapped in plastic. It's yours. It, what a somehow shit. everybody is fake British when they in go to my, own something? In, in, the, yeah, in my okay. interpretation, yeah. That, that, that was how it was coming in. Hello. Well, let, me, let me ask Hello. you this. Do you, is, is your car, do you own your car? I'm paying it off. I mean, I'm leasing it. No, I'm the, technically I'm. All right, let me. What is it? All right, let me rephrase it. Do you I'm own that? I'm financing shirt? it. Do you own that shirt you're wearing? I do own this shirt. Is it your shirt? It is my shirt. Okay. Then, if you have something that is yours, you can own it. Let's. Let's. It, that's fine. So, yeah, but I wasn't fine. Bo- but I wasn't born I'm a wearing this. Owner. No, but I wasn't born wearing this shirt. I bought this shirt. Okay, fine. Is that your nose? Yeah, I was born with the nose. Do you? Then I would say, fine, you own it. I don't own the nose. It's a part of me. My son is two and a half years old. When I take his nose, he says, give me my nose back. I say, why? Yeah. He says, because but I own it, daddy. But, yeah, that's but, fair. But the thing is, you don't actually take his nose, and he doesn't actually shut up, own shut up, his shut up, nose. Shut up, shut up, Don. Harry listens to this show. I don't want to... F- it's not fucking well, the only reason you can understand anything I say if I say go. This kid tonight, I picked him up from fucking daycare, and I don't know where he's talking about wanting fruit I love cake. The, what was he saying? <laughs> go fuck me or what the fuck? What the fuck oh, is that? What? What the fuck? 
that was the funniest goddamn series of videos you ever sent me. It was him saying, what the fuck? Oh, I went, my God. And literally, the first one, I didn't quite understand. And my reaction was, what the fuck did he say? And you were like, what the fuck? I went, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that and was some funny said shit. It, he said it in the exact same way that Katie and I both say, what the fuck? It was, I mean, the cadence was, it was. And yeah, yeah. It wasn't even a moment like where one of us had said it. I had, I think I said like, what the? And he went, what the fuck? Uh-huh. And then, of course, Katie and I both whip out our phones and we're like, what did you just say? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, I, well, ended up I loved with Katie with like, she said, you can't say that. I will not say what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, you can't say what the fuck. I will, I will not never say what say, the fuck I will never again. say what the fuck. What the fuck. <laughs> I will not say what the Over and over and over. I was... <laughs> It just landed myself with laughter. It was that it was is, great. It is really fun, and it's fucking adorable. And but now we have to clearly watch him. I don't care if the kid swears. I just don't want him swearing in school and getting in trouble. You know that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but oh my god! And his, did you watch the Queen's Gambit? I did watch the Queen's Gambit. All right, I read it. I read a very interesting article. Uh, I, okay, I lied. I lied. I didn't read it. I read. I read four paragraphs in, and then when. I want to light this guy on fire. So anyway, oh, um, but I'm, but it's bad if I read four paragraphs of an E.L. Fudge book and come to an opinion. No, it's a different thing entirely. It's totally different. Yeah, sure. Uh, it this is. guy, this guy. Well, this guy's pitch was that the Queen's Gambit was unrealistic because Anya okay. Joy, Anya Taylor Joy, was too attractive to play the character. Oh, God damn it. Are you serious? That is exactly the article. I think it was in Jezebel. But the article was basically, she was too attractive to play a chess prodigy. For all the womenics listening, if you're not angry about this, you fucking shooks be. Because... Shooks be. <laughs> Like, okay, for those of you who haven't watched The Queen's Gambit, let's break this down really quickly. It's just a good show. It's a it's, really it's great, a great show. It's fucking it's, brilliant. It's beautifully fun. shot. It's, it's wonderfully fun. cast. The writing is and fun. she's it's really funny. good at it. It's yeah. dark. She's amazing. Yeah. But only because she's attractive. Yeah. Uh, if you're so she, at nine years old, she she's in an, an orphanage, an or, you know she's in an orphanage. It was a different and, actress. You know that, right? What? That wasn't that wasn't no, Amy I know. Taylor I'm the, Joy I'm playing the character playing the orphan. Yeah, she wasn't. I'm talking yeah, about the okay. character. All right, okay, but, okay. But this is how like this is how things happen in the real world. You can be nine years old and stumble upon chess, and if your mind is made for it, okay, your mind doesn't give a fuck what you look like. As we grow older, we adapt our minds to how we look because of society and you know the things that we're taught to think about. You know, gender roles for men and women and and all that other shit. <laughs> no, I'm fucking committing. I'm using this. So if that if that nine year if that brilliant weird nine year old kid who's incredibly good at chess happens to grow up to be a woman with who's beautiful and super attractive, so be it. How and Jezebel. Did Jezebel publish this? Do you think because they agree with it that it was like bad casting? And of course, they—that's why they published it because they agree with it. So Jezebel, say, say it again. Say it again because you're saying it wrong. Women, womenx, and womenx. You know, you've been saying womenx, and it's not womenx. It's womixin. Womixin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Womixin. We mixin. You know what? Don, I'm gonna start using this. I'm gonna slide it into conversations with <laughs> with with my feminist wife and see how see how that goes. See how that goes. See how that goes. Yeah, just well, just just find words to replace a vowel with an X and see how it goes. See how that works. I mean, if that's all we're doing now, then my name is Dix. No, you, you talk about Molly as the the gox the the, the doxa gig, the doxa gig, the doxa the. Yeah, Dix. D O X G is a dog. Well, no, if we're replacing the vowels. Harry, Harry, Harry is. Hexery. Hexery. Yeah, yeah. You know, Katie Yeah, because K- Y is only sometimes a vowel. Kexity. 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 Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, I think this is the way to go with it. So your name is Dixon. 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 And you're and you're married to you're married to Dixon. I'm married Dixon to Dixon Dixon. You're married to you're married Dixon to Dixon, 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 Dixon X. Dixon X. Yeah, Dixon Ooh, that's X. actually kind of a cool name, Dixon X. Yeah. Dixon X is I am sort Dixon of like Dixon X. I don't know. I clean toilets. I am uh, a trash panda. I am I'm, Dixon I'm X. Dixon X. I fix the pain in your teeth. You bring the poon, we'll bring the doom. I am Dixon X. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Simeon cohort, here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first thing this week is be respectful of Wimixon. <laughs> for fuck's sake. And if you see, if you see an attractive Wimix... Wimixon? Well, just one of them, just a Wimix. I don't, I don't even know how to use it. If you see an attractive Wimix playing chess, fucking call that shit out because... Say, hey, you should be a model. You're too pretty for smart. Especially if she is a Latinx Wilmixon because Anya Taylor-Joy is from Brazil. And if there happen to be any fol- folks around her, <laughs> fucking asshole. You fucking asshole. folks. All right, my, my first thing to do this week, for real. For real. Uh, is It's a, a, a listen to a podcast from Wondery. It's called Jacked, Rise of the New Jack Sound. <laughs> uh, new Jack Sound being the New Jack Swing, which is yeah. uh, you know early to you know mid '90s uh, R&B, hip hop, Teddy Riley, Belle Biv DeVoe, Guy. Uh, Belle Biv DeVoe. Yeah. I just haven't heard that group in a long time, so I'm kind of that, that intrigued me. Oh, it should intrigue you. They're fucking yeah, Belle Biv DeVoe. It, I mean, it intrigued me. Bell Bib to Doe. I owned their clothing. I'm sure you did. I I beat people up that own their clothing, but whatever. Yeah, I'll fucking fight. I will fucking fight you. I still have their hats. I will go you to my dad's house. Fight. David, what a pointless exercise to fight me. Why? Why would? Because I might be older than you. I might be old and frail. Yeah. Have you seen me? Yeah. Do you remember what I look like? No, you have the most beautiful, muscly arms I've ever seen in my life. So, so you, what, what, what do you think this is going to, oh, how this is going to work God, out? I didn't say I was going to win. Oh, okay. You're just enjoying the beatdown. I'm, I'm going to be on the side that loses. You're just going to, you're going to yeah. enjoy the beatdown. But I will fucking try. Well, and then, you know, and I respect that. And that's, that's what, that's what makes you a mixin'. Looks, look. <laughs> Look, man, I'm I'm trying to find any reason in the world to not write, and if that means going out to Las Vegas, and getting my go. ass kicked in in the, in COVID, fucking the, so you're be in. it. Then you're in. All right, my first thing <laughs> is a watch. It is a watch. Um, it is uh, directed by Antonio Campos. It is on Netflix. It's called The Devil All the Time. It stars uh, Tom Holland. It, it's got a number of really good actors in it. It's sort of like a modern version of uh, Flannery O'Connor. It's very focused on uh, sort of the darkness of religious in the religion in the South. It's quite good. It's actually a really good film, um, and it's and, and I highly recommend it. It, it, it was just uh, it's very very dark. Um, but it's quite engaging and very well directed and very well acted. So the devil all the time in Netflix. Awesome. Okay. Uh, my next thing is I want you to go to Peacock. It's the, the streaming service or Pixk. Um, and watch the new save the, the new saved by the bell. I've heard about this. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard this is quite fun. Holy shit. So it is, it, it writes all the, the, the now wrongs of, you know, the, the initial series. Um, it's more inclusive and it, it deals with this idea of uh, the haves and the have nots. There's this fantastic fucking joke in the, in the pilot where, um, ah, fuck it. You know what? Just watch it. But here's, here's the, the better overview. It's, uh, it was developed by Tracy Wigfield, who worked on 30 Rock and, uh, uh, what was it, uh, News, uh, Great News was the name of the show, and uh, The um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. It is a okay. tight, weird, like it's got the, that 30 Rock kind of energy. Um, 
it's, it is so funny and so self-aware. Zach Morris is now the governor of California and he's a fucking bumbling idiot. And he ended up being elected. Like he decided to run to try and get out of a parking, like trying to get out of a parking ticket and like lied. He's Zach Morris his way through. You you understand that I never watched Saved by the Bell. So I don't even know who Zach Morris is. Fuck you. I mean, I'm glad to hear that, but I never watched that shit because I was a grown up then. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because I was, I mean, Saved by the Bell, like... Yeah, that you was, were a kid then. You yeah. were, that was your, that was I your gym. I was Zach a grown-up... Yeah. I was a grown-up person, so oh. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But it is... And I don't know if you need to go back and watch the original... Like, you'll miss things. Like, there's plenty of jokes in there that are, you know... All I know is Elizabeth, Elizabeth Berkeley came out of that show and, and did Showgirls. So I saw her naked, like, a lot. Th- that is a That's terrible it. movie. That's all I know. She That's all I know. weird in that movie, but... She tried. She had, to, she had to break the Jesse Spano character, but there's this great at the beginning. So Zach Morris, this is the brilliance of the show. Like right away, you're like, holy fuck, this is great. Zach Morris is he's doing this voiceover, and he's it's it's as part of a, a re-election campaign for his governorship, and he says, I went to Bayside High, and there's like a picture of him, you know, from the Saved by the Bell years, from and like, he's like the 90s, and then I, yeah. and then I went to college, and then they show Zach from. Say by the bell, the college years. And he says, and then I was a lawyer. And they show him from Franklin and Bash, the TV show Franklin and Bash on TNT, which, oh, okay. is, not, which is not Say by the Bell canon, which is not even the same fucking network. Like, that kind of self-awareness, that weirdness of it, it's, oh, it's so fucking great. It's so right. great. Well, so. I, I don't know if I can appreciate but I appreciate that you appreciated it. Oh, Thanks. On and another that's, and that's weird, thanks with an X, not a KS. With an X, son of a bitch. Another one. This is a listen slash watch. Um, are you familiar with Adriano Celentano? I am not. Adriano Celentano was an Italian rock star in the nineteen seventies, who then was also a filmmaker slash actor who, if you watch the Mel Gibson, The Passion of the Christ, played Satan. Have you watched Passion of the Christ? I have. Is it worth watching? Yeah, it's very good. Okay. I mean, you know, you have to separate the fucking hyper-religiosity uh, yeah, yeah, and say, yeah. oh, I believe it. But it, it's a movie. It's actually quite good. I okay. think Mel Gibson's a fucking great director. Anyway, he is a great director, yeah. yeah. Adriano Celentano, you're going to go totally, totally insensitive. Okay. You are going to go to... YouTube, and and I I can't tell you that I mean I could I could try to tell you the name of this song 1972. It's easier to write out Adriano Celentano. Um, it's the the name of the the name of this video from 1972 is, I think I think I'm saying it right. It's all one word. Prison Colin C9 Cusol. Yeah, good job. I know. Um, basically, this guy in 1972 decided that the Italian audience loved English, anything English, that, that they loved everything English, right? So he wrote a gibberish rock song that sounded like English if you didn't speak English. <laughs> And this is the fucking funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I've listened to this thing a billion times. It's also like very 70s, the dance. It's in black and white. But you're going to listen to it. And if you kind of back off and like not think about what he's saying, you go, it sounds sort of English. But if you listen to it, it's complete fucking gibberish. And what what is it called again? What do I need to search? It's, well, it's easier just to type in Adriano... Celentano with a C. And if you type in prison colon N Sinai. Oh, yeah. Stop. All right. Just write, just write prison. Um P-R-I-S-E-N. It'll get you started. But I am telling you, it is the it's I it's so wonderful. It is the most wonderful video I've ever seen. Because you listen and you think you're trying so hard to hear actual words and they're just not there. It's the fucking greatest thing I ever saw. Is it funnier than that uh Hollow Notes man eater 
Overdub that I said. Really? Well, okay. It, it, it's right. not. It, well, wait. It's not funnier, but it's more amazing because gotcha. this is intentional. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. I yeah. love it. I really loved it. Okay, gotcha. All right. Uh, what am I? Am I, am I on my third thing already? You're yeah. on your third thing. Yeah. All right. I want you to watch Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Sweet. I love that. I know this shit is old news. It's four years old. It came out in 20, so Christmas good. 2016. It's so fucking good. Is it? I think it's brilliant. I think it's one of the best Star Wars movies ever. All right. So here's why I'm suggesting it. My good buddy, uh, Jed, James Ford, he was telling me that we went to college together. He's one of the guys that we do the Super Bowl trip with every year that we won't be doing this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. One of the, one of the sack... No, he he's he's not part of the sack uh, the sack pack, a sack pack. Okay, but he's part of the Super Bowl pack because we go to the okay. th- city of the Super Bowl. We've talked about that. Before. Yeah, you have all these packs. Uh, yeah, I have yeah. so many packs. I You're own a frat them. boy. You're a frat boy, so I know. Um, uh, I whatever. Fine, I I joined a frat. You're a frick sack boy. I'm a, I'm a with an X boy. Frick fricks boy. What yeah. A- when I was in college and I worked, I worked at Lone Star Steakhouse, which used to be in, in when I was in Las Vegas. It was on Flamingo in Maryland. I don't okay, know. Yeah. I don't know what's there now, but um, I Del worked Taco. With one, oh fuck! I love Del Taco. There's a Del Taco there, right there, yeah. But I worked with one of my fraternity brothers, and then a buddy of mine that I became friends with working there. His name is Bill, and Bill said to us, Mike and I were standing there, and he's like, "Oh, something you guys doing? Some with your frat this weekend?" And Green, go, Mike Green goes. Don't call it a frat. Would you call your country a cunt? And Bill, without missing a fucking beat, goes, yeah, I would if it was fucking spelled that way. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> yeah, anyway, because anyway, fraternity is still. Yeah, okay. yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, do we know? Because what is spelling? Wimixen. Wixen. Wimixen. What was it? Oh, right. So, so Jed, J- Jed and I were texting a couple weeks ago, and he's like, Rogue One is an incredible film. Yeah. Love it. Best of the Star Wars film. Like, he was just gushing over it. And I I'm, said... I'm, I'm right there with him. Uh, you're fucking wrong. It's it's kind of a piece of shit. It serves no fucking purpose, except for like what? the last four minutes when Vader what? does his thing. Yeah. Now. What? I told Jed, I said, I trust, I trust your taste in things 100% as I do yours. Dixon Hall and <laughs> so I told Jed I said I will wa- I will watch it again I will clear my mind of my preconceived my, my notions everything I've so thought much about it before fun it fill in some blanks and it's and it wraps things up it's so much fun so I will I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna watch this film again yeah with fresh eyes fresh ears I'm really gonna cleanse myself of what I th- what I th- think right. of it and what I know here's and what we're, I want we're you gonna, to do we're before gonna have, you Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Before you watch it, I just want you to watch the first 20 minutes. Before you watch it, watch mm-hmm. the first 20 minutes of episode four, the original Star Wars. Just watch. No, no. Yeah. Just okay. watch the first 20 minutes yeah. and stop it. Just stop it the 20 minutes and then watch Rogue One. And I guarantee you, your enjoyment of that movie will increase. Here's why I'm not going to do that. No, I want you to do that. No, 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 no. No, that's not fair to the viewing experience because... It is, no, that is the purpose of the viewing no, experience. No, that's, shift, that's shifting it. No, it's I not. That's, look at this it's thing a lead-in. It is a no. prequel. It's a prequel. It's so yeah, good. It's a prequel. But if I watch the first 20 minutes of A New Hope... To get the feel, and I then you go back and watch it, and it gives you a lead-in. But part of the reason... Mm, see, I'm just telling is, you. No, but this is the issue because my my issue with Rogue One is that there's no fucking reason for it. No, oh, there is a reason. There for was it. no reason for it to exist. The last three minutes or whatever it ends up being of Rogue One is fucking incredible. Incredible. Where all Vader the time in between is shit. incredible. It nah. sets up so much shit. But this is what I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna oh, watch it's so it and see good. it with so, fresh eyes, with my knowledge is, of Star Wars. It is the dirty dozen, dude. It's the dirty dozen. They all die. It's the dirty fucking dozen. It's a it's a brilliant genre exercise in Star Wars mythology. It it's the first movie that actually demonstrates that other Jedi's that Jedi is sort of like this religious philosophy that other people follow. 
It's not just sort of Obi-Wan saying, oh, feel the Jedi. It's like a religion because there's a character in it that treats it like a religion and it kind of works for him. This is he's a, a great moron. movie. He puts no, he's himself not. and others at risk because of that. No. Eating. All right. I but he believes it and it works. It's it the Jedi mindset. Work. It oh, you get to watch work. it. It does work. You get to watch the damn movie. So you got to watch the movie. To you're, this exact you're, you're point, I'm going to watch it again this weekend. You're lost. I'm going to watch it again this weekend. And then, you're, and then your friend Jed and I are going to tell and you how stupid you are. We're going to have Jed are. on the episode next, next week, right. and we're going to talk right. about this. And look, yes, man, I may come back to the next episode and be like, hey, guys, you know what? Well, then that is going to be the most boring episode ever because we'll all agree with each other, and then I will have to take a contrary position just to make the episode worth listening to. And wouldn't that be on par and on brand for what we do? Number three, my number three... Are you a fan of Charlie Kaufman? Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the yeah. Spotless Mind. Yeah, Synecdoche, yes. I mean, New York. I, yeah, yeah, I like Charlie. I'm not like a... Have oh, you I love seen? his shit, but I do like Charlie okay. Kaufman. Okay, yeah. so I love yeah. his shit. I yeah. love his shit. Cerebral. Fan. It's almost retarded. It's a cerebral sort of labyrinthian I think you nature. Mean, I think you mean Rick's Turkston. Sure. But on Netflix right now, he has a movie that he did just for Netflix. It's called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. And it is, as I told my wife, the most Charlie Kaufman film of any Charlie Kaufman film. We've talked about this. This was one of my six things. Maybe was a it a month or two oh, ago? Oh yeah. well, I I finally watched it, and I'm I'm telling you, I think it's the most brilliant thing I've ever seen. I love it with all my heart. I thought it was his weakest work yet. Oh, I watched. I think it's. I think it's fucking beautiful and brilliant and the, the, the i think the performances are great i think the twist it's a good movie it is a good movie, i think it's, it's i think it's not his strongest it's not stuff. A, no i think it's i well i mean i don't know if it's his strongest stuff, but it is yeah. the most charlie kaufman that's what i'm saying it is the most mm, okay. charlie kaufman of all of his stuff because it, it it until you're at the very end none of it makes a goddamn bit of sense none of it mm. and then even when it ends you have to think about whether it makes any sense. It's, yeah. I think it's rather brilliant and definitely wonderful. Definitely worth so. the watch. Yes, I, definitely worth the watch. Did you really yeah. suggest this before? Is this one of your three things? I I am I am ninety nine percent sure that I did because I think that you said, well, that was a a weird recommendation because <laughs> I kind of like backpedal, like yeah, it's good, but it's not that good. Oh, see, it's I thought okay, it was. But it's worth that the thing watch. Is, it, 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 maybe your tepid recommendation just didn't leave an impact on me because I decided to watch it. And I actually didn't recognize initially that it was Charlie Kaufman until about halfway through. And I went, motherfucker, this is like a Charlie Kaufman film. Mm-hmm. And then I had to stop it. And I looked and went, oh, fuck, this is. And then I, I thoroughly enjoyed it and watched it a second time. Because once I got to the end, I went, I think I know what this is about. And so I watched it the second time. I went, yeah, I'm right. That's fucking brilliant. So here's a quick question for you. And then we're going to wrap this shit up. But when you're watching a film and you are like, "Who? oh, is this a Charlie Kaufman film? Let's see. And you yeah. go to your phone to like IMDb or Wikipedia or whatever it is. You actually stop the film to do the research? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll stop the film in the middle of something. If, okay. if I suddenly have like a question of like, who the fuck is that actor? Have I seen that actor before? Or who is this? Is this did Tarantino write some like ghost yeah, did, dialogue did for this? Tarantino punch this up. I mean, it's whatever, like when yeah. I hear it's like I will stop the movie, mm. open up my my browser, and I will type in the movie and say, "I got to see the IMDb. I got to see who did this because this my I'm convinced this is it. And if it's not, I want to know who did it that's, because okay. I'm really impressed with this shit. See, that's the way to do it because I have watched more movies I've never seen because as they're going, I'm like, oh, who's that actor? Who's that director? Who wrote this? And I like will read everything about it. And the next thing I know, when I look up again, the fucking credits are rolling. <laughs> oh, there, I mean, I can't remember the movie. I'll be honest with you. I can't remember the movie. But you remember the uh, Doctor Sleep? Yeah. There's the actress that plays, uh, that basically does the, the ape of Shelley Duvall. Mm-hmm. Like, she's so fucking dead on to Shelley Duvall. Yeah. At one point, I was watching a movie, and, it, and she that that actress was the star of the movie. It's like a, a Shutter movie. And I'm watching it, and all of a sudden, I went, oh, my God, that's her. And so I had to stop the movie, and it was like, motherfuck, that's her. Oh, my God, she's fucking brilliant. And, yeah. And it changed my whole perception of that movie that I was watching because I already knew she was brilliant. 
Rebecca Louise Ferguson. God, she's great. She's fucking amazing. Or as an appropriate, kind, thoughtful, inclusive person would would call her, Rick's Bixkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxkaxk